Well, hi there. Welcome to the 11th installment of the Two Guys and Some Data podcast. Well, this is the podcast where we show you how to use data to actually make more money. I'm Alan Abbott. And I'm Larry Cavanaugh. And our topic today is everyone's favorite thing to discuss. Millennials, specifically millennials and their relationship with direct mail. Hey, hold it, Alan. What relationship with direct mail? I thought millennials were a digital-only generation. Well, fair point, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But, uh, Larry, why don't you tell us what you know about the millennial demographic group? Well, I should have probably known more before I did the research for this podcast, since I have two millennial kids. Um, but I started with, like, what is the definition? What's the age range of millennials? And believe it or not, it's, you know, I looked at a lot of different sources, and I saw about the same answer, but they all shifted. So I decided to go with the U.S. Census definition, which is uh, people who were born between 1981 and 1997. So that means millennials today are anywhere from about 20 to 36 years old. Now, you may have heard back in 2016, millennials made big news because their generation actually passed boomers in terms of the size in the U.S. Uh, both populations are about 75 million people. Uh, my poor Gen X generation is only 66 million, so you don't hear a lot about us. Um, but more importantly, over the next five years, the millennial generation is really going to uh, uh, open up a gap uh, between them and the baby boomers, in part because baby boomers are going to, frankly, die off. Uh, and millennial generation will actually grow because of immigration. You know, five years from now, you know, the gap's going to be 5 million plus people. Ten years from now, it's going to be 10 million plus people. Well, I'll tell you that as a boomer, I, I intend to be around for a while. <laughs> well, good. I hope so. Um, well, over the years, millennials have gotten kind of a bad rap. There's a lot of myths and stereotypes and half-truths uh, that I think make us as marketers not give that, not pay them as much attention as we really should. Uh, so take the myth that uh, millennials all live at home with their parents and they're in the basement on couches watching TV or uh, on social media or playing games. Well, there is a little truth in that more than 8 million millennials do actually live at home. But the majority of them, the vast majority of them, are working or going to school. Uh, I know a couple of millennials who are living with their parents so that they can save up money to buy houses. It's a pretty good thing to do. Uh, another myth is that millennials are lazy. Uh, that they don't work as hard as previous generations. Well, I found a study that was done recently where um, uh, this firm surveyed 5,000 American workers. And uh, they asked them to respond to um, uh, four different statements and say how much they felt like these four statements you know, resembled them. Uh, the statements were, no one else at my company can do the work while I'm away. I want to show complete dedication to my company and job. I don't want others to think I'm replaceable. I feel guilty for using my paid time off. Now, the purpose of these questions was to figure out who's a workaholic. I mean, who's really, you know, got that work ethic? Well, 43% of millennials agreed with those four statements, whereas only 29% of folks in other generations agreed. So because of these negative myths, marketers are out of touch with just how important this generation already is. In fact, if you eliminate what they spend on transportation and housing, where they are well under what other generations spend, millennials are already close to baby boomers in total spending. Within 10 years, they will significantly outspend baby boomers in total. They will become the dominant economic force in this country. Uh, their use of technology is already reshaping entire industries. Wow, so there's a huge influence there. And uh, I had my aha moment uh, about uh, millennials, and I have two of them as well a bit older than yours, when I was in New York City with my wife and my older son, Doug, and my sister and her family, and we had a reservation at a little French bistro, you know, down uh, uh, in, the, in the East 20s, 
And we got there, and Robin had made the reservation on uh, Open Table. And we got there, they didn't have a reservation. So in the time it took me for, uh, to uh, find the manager and tell the manager what I thought about the situation, Doug had on his phone located another little French bistro about three blocks away that had the same ratings on Yelp and some of the other uh, uh, rating sites and could seat us immediately. And he came over, he grabbed my shoulder and said, come on, let's go. I could see exactly where that was heading. I might have had that experience myself. Um, so, you know, they're obviously going to be very influential in the next several years. And, and so marketers have to find a way to market to them. So what else do we know about? Well, we know quite a bit about them. There's a, you know, because it's a big generation, there's a lot of research about them. Uh, I think the, the first thing that marketers have to be aware of is it's the most diverse generation ever. Uh, you know, the, uh, which opens up a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities for personalization, for uh, really being able to speak to a group of them, but you can't think of them as like this one monolithic generation like people might have done with the boomers or generations before. These are really all different kinds of folks. Um, they do spend 50% more time on social media than boomers. Uh, although, interestingly, Gen X actually spends more time on social media than millennials. Uh, must be my brothers and sisters, because it isn't me. Uh, millennials like to take and presumably share photos. Uh, the average millennial, it's estimated, will take 25,000 selfies in their life. Now keep in mind, we only live about 27,000 days, so do the math. Uh, one study showed that 69% of millennials take pictures of their food before eating. So what does that mean? <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know, it's just a guess, but I would say that my interpretation of that is they're more conscious than other generations about being seen in places, you know, being uh, seen with food, being seen with clothing uh, that expresses who they are. Uh, they really want to connect with uh, their surroundings. Uh, in other words, you know, brands that fit their self-image uh, are very important to them. So it's absolutely Im imperative for modern marketers to appeal to millennials on their terms. And those terms might not be entirely digital, as many marketers automatically assume. Well, we'll get uh, into the ways of offline, uh, of how offline marketing works with millennials in just a minute. But before we talk about that, let's stick with the theme of millennials and technology for our trivia question. So, Alan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. We all know that millennials are glued to their phone, and to be fair, they're far from the only ones, <clears throat> myself included. Uh, this week's trivia question is, how many times does the average person check their phones each day? Hmm. That's a tough one. Uh, can I use my phone to look up the answer? That's up to you, man. Um, okay, let me think on that. All right, so Alan, uh, why does direct mail marketing work for millennials? Well, you know, we can recite all the things that we've talked about here uh, about digital and digital display and what's going on there. So 5,000 advertising images a day. Uh, online or on mobile, and how do you even break through that clutter? It's, it's just almost impossible. And a lot of this advertising, it's still, you know, the one-size-fits-all stuff that we've been uh, preaching uh, that is not going to work and doesn't work today and really not understanding why people still take that approach. Uh, but a well-crafted, well-designed uh, direct mail piece really enhances the relationship between millennials and the brands that they support. Uh, uh, number one, it proves that the brands understand their customers because if you use direct mail uh, in a way where you vary the content based on the uh, behavior of the visitors to your site, uh, it's, it's going to be very effective. Uh, 
Uh, second, it provides real value. Uh, if done right, you're going to send people things that uh, they can actually use and products and services that they're actually interested in. Uh, and we can also tell as businesses when millennials actually uh, uh, take some action and uh, take that relationship even further in the right direction. And then we can go and sort of take the next step. I'll tell you, one of the things that surprised me when we did some research is that 90% of millennials use coupons. Uh, now, I should have recognized this from, uh, from my daughter. She is a huge coupon hunter. Uh, so millennials frequently rely on coupon apps, coupon sites, you know, Google searches for promo codes. But it's not just the coupons or promo codes that they use on e-commerce websites. Uh, they're also very likely to use the coupons they receive in the mail. Those coupons stand out a lot more uh, than yet another email offering you know, X percent off this or another banner ad offering you know, uh, uh, this kind of discount. Um, the, you know, millennials, frankly, are tuning that stuff out. Uh, and the stuff that comes in the mail, the coupons that come in the mail, uh, really do stand out. So, Alan, uh, what are some other reasons for advertisers to target millennials with direct mail? Uh, well, you, you mentioned tuning out, and another example of tuning out is the rate at which uh, ad blocking technology is, uh, is, is becoming more and more prevalent all the time. So uh, the numbers vary, but uh, you know, probably 30% or so uh, increase over the last year in ad blocker usage. So uh, that in itself is, is a big reason to try some other uh, medium. Uh, but direct mail works very well with modern technology. The um, concept of programmatic postcards where you can vary the content based on what people are actually interested in instead, instead of uh, sending them a vanilla one-size-fits-all message. Uh, uh, and then get them to a landing page you know, on the website that uh, you know, further uh, enhances the experience and helps them understand the product and service that they're looking to buy. Uh, so, you know, there, there's uh, also, of course, the response rates. Direct mail as a medium has much, much higher response rates than any digital marketing program. The Direct Marketing Association estimates 5.3% for house files, and uh, which is, you know, you don't get that anywhere else. And it, it combines everything that millennials value in one package. You know, they're getting something of value uh, the platform stands out because they're not getting overwhelmed with, with, uh, with mail because of the myth that millennials are not interested in, in mail. Uh, it furthers the relationship uh, and grows the relationship between the customer and that business. And it really gives the company what millennials want, which is a one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction with companies. And, and they want it in a way that demonstrates the company understands them and understands what they want. Well, and as you point out, you know, the online advertising, uh, there's so much of it, it can just be distraction and noise. Well, speaking of distraction and noise, uh, let's get back to our trivia question. Uh, so, Alan, uh, how many times uh, during the day does the average person check their phone? Well, I'm sure you didn't see me do this, but I actually snuck a peek at my phone to find the answer. And the answer is a whopping 150 times per day. So that's a little more, if you, if you stayed up all day, that would be at least six times an hour. So it's, uh, uh, it's a lot. Uh, well, I think I'm on the high side of that one personally. Six times an hour does not sound like a lot to me at all. Uh, I'm pretty sure my wife would agree. Uh, but technology does bring a great deal of usefulness, and it's because of technology that we're able to bring you this bot podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Two Guys and Some Data on iTunes. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating and review. 
This will help us reach more people and provide the insights you need to make more money. So that's it for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed this discussion about millennials and why direct mail may be the ultimate solution for reaching this critically important segment of your audience. If, if you found this topic interesting, you may find our infographic, Your Direct Mail Strategy Starts Online, also pretty valuable. You can find it and more resources at navastone.com backslash blog. Again, that's navastone.com backslash blog. We'll be back in a few weeks to talk about data and marketing and how you can use the two of them together to make more money. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Larry Cavanaugh. And I'm Alan Abbott. And thanks for tuning in.